Alright, what is up guys? Welcome back. It's a Monday Man episode. Is this 23? I think it is. No, it is not. Whoops, I just looked. It's episode 22. You've kind of noticed my voice is kind of going out. I kind of got a sore throat, but I still wanted to get this video out, so I thought, why not? Let's do it, you know? Let's bring the Word of God, right? And it's a new year. Happy New Year. It's the first of 2023, I know when this is coming out, it's going to be the second, but Happy New Year, hopefully y'all have a great new year, right, when you strive ahead and uh, love God, right, know that we're free in Him, so that being said, let's continue on in Genesis chapter 8, verse 20, we, last time we left off, we went, um, what was it, it was like 7 through 19, so if you want to check out that, check out the previous Monday, man, I actually took off um, I just want to say this. I took off last week, was it? The day after Christmas. I just took a little break. I spent time with family and I came back. So we're back at it again, though. It's the new year. And I thought I'd put out a Monday man. All right. So let's get into it. So verse 20 in New King James chapter 8, verse 20. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, took every clean animal and every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Okay, so what's going on is that an interesting thing about Noah sacrificing clean animals, I won't go over it a ton. I have already um, covered it in a previous Monday Mana. Um, Monday Mana episode 20, if you want to check that out, I'll link it down in the description. But besides that little nugget about the passage, the main focus is on Noah building the altar uh, to sacrifice clean animals and birds to the Lord. This is interesting um, now, interestingly, it says clean animal and bird, but it raises a question. Uh, is that a literal statement saying that he sacrificed every clean animal and bird? Because if so, if he's literally sacrificing every clean animal and bird, uh, it's going to take a while, right? But potentially, um, there is a possibility. So it would take an incredibly long time, uh, a very long time, but he very well could have. Um, it makes sense, though. It's not as if Noah is on man of patience, right? Uh, he builds an ark, <coughs> excuse me, uh, all by himself for decades, right? And it showed his great faith. Not to mention uh, waiting for everything that has the breath of life, right? Meaning he had to wait um, to he had to wait for every animal to come into the ark, right? Everything that has the breath of life. So that we're taking a long time too, right? Um, and this shows again Noah's patience and faith towards God. Um, uh, so there's potential. Did he literally, um, sacrifice every bird and every clean off animal? The reason I say that, because it says, again, every clean animal and every bird. He could have, again, it's, it's not something that is beyond Noah. He, you know, he's the one that had a lot of patience and I'm sure that he could have sat down for, you know, Probably would have taken a couple of months or so, right? Or, or maybe a month, right? To fully go through every clean animal and every bird to sacrifice it individually and to do a burnt offering, right? But he could have had help with his uh, sons, um, you know. So there's potential. Um, I, I take it literally. But even if he just took a handful of clean animals and birds, the idea is still the same. He's sacrificing to the Lord to give that thanks how the Lord delivered him from the flood, uh, that came and destroyed the world. Uh, one more nugget is that the type of offering was a burnt offering. Uh, that would mean every or mostly every part of the animal would be sacrificed. The reason I say that 
I say mostly or all because the, at the time the specifications for offerings has not been set yet because um, now let me excuse me I had to blow my nose um, I say that because there's no spe- uh, specifications for offerings yet uh, because that comes later in Leviticus where it goes through the law like hey this is how you're supposed to do offerings but he just did a burnt offering it says so we could take that as him taking the whole part of the animal or just the majority of it either way it still would have taken a long time um so uh, moving on though to verse 21 so verse 21 the lord smelled a soothing aroma then the lord said in his heart i will never again curse the ground uh, for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Again, excuse my voice, I know I'm raspy. The Lord smelled is an interesting thought, thinking of God smelling. Does he have a nose? Um, no, he is a spirit, he is beyond that. However, the one who made the nose could easily smell whatever he wants, and that's the, the sort of idea. This passage also shows how much God enjoys sacrifice. The reason is when we would make sacrifices, it would take our place for our sin till, of course, we would sin again. And that was the idea to take a burnt offering. It's typically given to the Lord, sin offering, right? Again, though, no specifications because Leviticus has not come and God has not given those specifications. Moreover, it was an act of faith. Uh, so this would further emphasize how God smelled the soothing aroma because it shows faith and trust in God. On Noah's part, to put faith and trust in God, he's wanting to sacrifice these animals to him uh, to show his faith towards God, which ultimately saves um, our faith in the ultimate sacrifice, right? Jesus saves. Um, moreover, it shows even... If but for a moment, that sacrifice took our place for sins, like I said. Ultimately, sacrifices are but a pale reflection of what Christ did. He was the perfect sacrifice for us. He took our place for our sins, and not just for one time, but for all time. Right? He was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the perfect propitiation. Excuse me, i got to blow my nose. He was the perfect propi- pro- propitiation. Excuse me. Um, that's why God delights in sacrifice. He knows of what is to come, the ultimate sacrifice to Jesus. Um, and that's why he delights in these burnt offerings. He delights in offerings because it's that thing that's a mediator between us and God. And ultimately it's Christ. Christ is that ultimate sacrifice for us. He took our place for the sins and he made the way. He was that propitiation, right? That word means to be a perfect, um, uh, payment of what needed to be done and christ was that for us he took our place for our sins and mediated between us and god and that's why we can have eternal salvation in him if you just have faith and trust in jesus christ and moving forward god says i will never again curse the ground for man's sake Um, although the imagination of a man's heart is evil from his youth nor will i again destroy every living thing as i have done so what it's talking about now is I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. This curse we see is referring to God destroying and breaking apart the earth by his hand using water. It could also be referring to the curse given to Adam that we saw back in chapter 317. I would look back in your Bibles at that. Um, 
right now. Uh, 317, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. And it goes through this curse of all of mankind, how they're to toil and to um, work. It's going to be a hard um, thing that they're going to have to do. They're going to have to work, they're going to have to toil, they're going to have to do all these things given in this curse. And it could be referring to that as well. But mainly the curse of God destroying the earth. And... Um, it says, Cursed is the ground for your sake, and toil you shall eat it, like we just went through. And um, moving forward, uh, one more central theme in what God is saying in that phrase that we see here is, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, so he's saying, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, I will not destroy the earth again even though man is evil from his youth. So that's a great thing. Um, this is the character of God. He sees the wickedness of men literally having the imagination to do evil and sin from our youth, yet God still has grace for us. What a great God. We know we will be sinful until we may meet him face to face, yet he loves us and has grace for us. God is good. That is in his very character. And this passage puts it on grand display, showing the, the goodness of God. This is also a good point for us Christians to understand as well. We humans are naturally wicked, not good. Yet God is good. It is in his nature to be good towards us. He wants us to know him more, for there's no better thing to know the face of God. And to finish the verse off, God says, Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. He makes a promise to Noah and all of the earth in turn that he will not destroy all the inhabitants of the earth. Um, we can see later on that the promise of that is the rainbow. And continuing on in verse 22, this continues, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold heat, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Basically going over God saying, that the earth will continue as normal. The uh, normal cycle of life will continue. He will not disrupt them again like he did with the flood until Christ's second coming, but that is a study for another day. So we're just finishing up chapter eight. Hopefully y'all enjoyed. Hopefully you got a good new year. And I just want to end it off with saying this. God's character is good. And it's good to know that in hard times that God's character is good. And when we can understand and recognize that, that can shape our whole life. No matter what we're going through, we know God's character is good. God loves us and he wants good towards us because he is good. He is truth and, and life and goodness itself. And um, I think it's a great thing to know that. Another point is too, like I said, we need to understand as Christians, we're not good. We are not naturally born good. We're naturally born evil, and that's why we need God's goodness. We need to follow him and to seek after him that we may be molded and formed by him. We need to be changed by God every day to be more like him because from our youth, like I just said, our imagination from our very youth is wicked. Um, but... We can be transformed every day, right? The renewing of your mind every day by God. And one other thing I want to end this off. It's a new year, and I wanted to end off with 2 Timothy 4-7 in the ESV. 
I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I think that's a great point to end this off is we should look back at every year. We should look, up, look back at every day, every week and say, have I fought the good fight? Have I finished the race? And then ultimately finishing the race is is seeing God face to face, right? And him saying, well done, good and faithful servant, Um ultimately right but have i finished the race have i kept the faith that is something that we need to reflect back after this new year have i fought the good fight during this year have i finished the race of whatever thing i was wanting this goal i was wanting to get done and not just hey you know i'm gonna lose a little bit of weight but to love god more to study him and to know god more because ultimately that is the best thing that we can do as christians and as a non-christian the best thing you can do in life is to know god more and to understand that he loves you and that he is good but he's a just God, and I would say turn to him, th- those that are watching that are not saved. Um, turn to him, because we are wicked. Like we said, the imagination of humans from our youth is evil. So we are naturally have wicked thoughts and want to do wicked things, and we do wicked things. Um, and that's why we need a Savior, Jesus Christ. I talked When I talked about sacrifice, he died on the cross for our sins, So put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the ultimate sacrifice, and you will have everlasting life. So with that being said, guys, hopefully y'all have a grand new year. Happy new year. And with that being said, I'll see y'all later. As always, think about yourself a whole lot less and think about God a whole lot more. Y'all take it easy.